Hey everyone, we're Brie and Haley, two friends building a safe space that feels like grabbing drinks with a friend. Come join us and let's grab drinks. Hey friends, welcome back. We are recording for the first time in months because Brie is transitioning back from maternity leave and Today we're going to kind of do a little catch-up episode, but also talk about what maternity leave looks like, how Brie is adjusting to the mom life, and all the things that y'all really want to know. <laughs> I guess probably more things I want to know, but before we kick off today, Brie, what are you drinking? I swung by a Starbucks on my way back from dropping off my little girl at my parents for the day and got myself a venti ice brown sugar oat milk shake and espresso. It's my go-to. <laughs> Does not shock me. Not at no, all. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, how long? I mean, I feel like I've been drinking this since it came out. Yeah. What are you drinking? I'm drinking an Olipop. Oh, um, which flavor? I got strawberry vanilla. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been trying these like prebiotic drinks. The poppies actually gave me really bad acid reflux. Oh, I no. think, I feel like I told you about that. Yes, Maybe. I, I think so. And you were like, stop drinking those. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's what it was. I knew there was something. Oh, yes. Gosh. And so I tried this one and it doesn't. And I'm like, okay. Maybe it was, maybe it was the flavor. I don't know. Um, I don't know. but I'm drinking an Olipop and this one I really like. People like talk about them online. Yes. And, I feel like they're kind of a trendy thing. Yes. But then I tried it and I was like, <laughs> it's actually not bad. The only- I picked one up at Star- at um, Target the other day. That flavor yeah. too. It's very yeah. sweet for me. Yeah. I think that's why I like them. <laughs> yeah. I gave the rest to Brandon. <laughs> yes. The only problem is like they're a little on the pricier side. Yeah. For a drink, like to buy a drink that you keep It's almost home. like the price of kombucha, I feel like. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know why I feel like justified in buying my kombucha versus this. I think maybe it could even just be the packaging. Like because yeah. it's like in a like soda pop type of can. And it's so cute. And it's so cute. But like <laughs> when I feel like when something is in a can like that, you expect it to be cheaper. True. True. But it's not. it's not. I'm also not. I'm not a kombucha person. I don't know if we've talked about that on the podcast. I know you and I have. But I'm like... <laughs> I, I just, love I've never, never mm. tried it, never gotten into it. Wait, you've never tried it? No, never tried it. Oh, okay. Well, you have to try it first. <laughs> I feel like you would be the type of person to try it and then get hooked and you're like, this is going to be my new hobby and I'm going to make it and I'm <laughs> oh, going to no. buy the Scooby and do it all myself. <laughs> Couldn't do it. I No, no. I, I don't think I could drink it if I watched it be made. I, like, I, I want to. I got so close a couple summers ago. And it just is really gross. <laughs> exactly. I, I think that's. I think that's part of why I don't drink it. And like I. Oh, you I'll can't comp- think about what it looked I, uh, like before it got I bottled. I don't even want to know what's in Olipop that makes it prebiotic. No. Like I just. But this makes it. The can makes it pretty, and it makes it like something I want to drink. <laughs> yeah. True. So. Yeah. True. Well, I will. I'll give it a. I'll give it a shot. We'll see. I just won't think about it. No, yeah. don't think about it. I like the, I'm trying to think of one that you would like that's a little bit sweeter maybe. The Health Aid um, watermelon flavor is really good. Interesting. 
<laughs> You're like, I do try. not want to try this, but I will. I'm like, I'll say I'll try it and then I'll never try it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy you one when you come here. <laughs> it's similar to like, we talked a couple of weeks ago. Well, in an episode that released a couple of weeks ago, that was like. I'm like, we did um, not record a podcast a couple <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> Unless I was deliriously recording. No. It was released a few weeks ago and I was like, oh yeah, by the time this episode airs, I'll have watched Hamilton. <gasps> you still haven't? And I oh still my <laughs> Lord. It's been like three months. It's been so. three. I even, on mat leave, went and saw Hamilton in person. <laughs> okay. So I have a question for you then. There is no excuses, Haley. <laughs> Steven and I are going to New York. Um, later oh, this summer, okay. and we want to see a Broadway show. Should oh. I wait and watch it live, or should I go in having watched it, knowing all the songs, and then see it? I, if it were me, I would wait and watch it live. Mm. Okay, I would. I would then. I would also watch the one on Disney. Because it has like the original cast, like Lin yeah. Manuel Miranda and everything, and so I would definitely watch it. But if you're gonna, if you're able to see it live, I would wait. Okay. Like for me, <laughs> I didn't listen to any of the songs or anything before watching it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to like it was. I feel like it was trendy for like years and years, and everybody's like, "It's amazing! It's amazing!" I'm like, I'm not gonna like listen to the soundtrack before I can see it. So yeah. I feel like if you have the opportunity to see it in person, okay, you can wait. Okay. If I if we don't end up getting tickets, I'll watch it. I really will. I want to see it. It's just, it's a big time commitment. <laughs> it goes by so fast, though. You just yeah. got to plan, like, a Friday night with snacks and drinks and, like, the lights dimmed and this is what <laughs> we're doing. Yeah. You got to just make it a whole date night yeah okay I also want to hear like I feel like everybody else wants like to hear about like you I know you have because you and I haven't really talked about everything when it comes to me having a baby and all of that but also (laughs) we were saving it we're saving it (laughs) but also let's maybe let's start with you like what have you been doing the last three months let's catch everybody up on you first because I feel like once we start talking about me you're going to have 5 million questions and you're going to be like, okay, cool. Yeah. We've been talking for an hour. We have to stop. Yeah, that's probably true. Okay. So <laughs> with business, because that's usually where I go. My brain yep. is there. In business, um, <laughs> I have been in a season of growth, which has been really awesome. Currently, because of that season of growth, like I'm in a season of pause. <laughs> yeah. I like just signed on a new client literally yesterday and have hit pause on whether or not I'll take on any more for the rest of the summer because, and we're going to talk about this in next week's episode, but I'm trying to do more this summer and not necessarily focus on work. Like Mm -hmm. I am taking a huge step back, trying to work less than 25 hours a week. Yeah. And which is huge. Like I work 40 hours a week, almost every week um, in my business. And yeah, so I'm just, that's where I'm at now. And personal life, I've been spending a lot of time with friends and Steven and uh, my dogs. (laughs) Baseball games. (laughs) Baseball games. Yeah, we've been going to a lot of Braves games and hanging out with friends. Really, that's. You were on a couple vacations. 
We went on went, at least one. Yes. We went to Myrtle Beach uh, with some friends, and that one was really fun. Okay. And I don't think we went on anymore, which is funny because Stephen and I are really big into travel, but this year we decided to, like, scale back and not do as many trips because we were doing, like, every other month. And yeah. We're not doing that this year. <laughs> well, I feel like right before Matt leave, you went to Hawaii, too. Yeah, so I went to Hawaii in January, and that was amazing. I don't know yeah. if we, we talked did talk about, about that. Yeah, okay. I think we did. Yeah, it was it was perfect. If yeah. you go back and listen to old episodes, you might hear about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, well, good. I'm glad that you're stepping back and like slowing down a little bit for the summer. I think that's yes. good. Yes, I think I think a lot of it came from I was seeing people that I used to work with post about like summer hours at work. And a lot of agencies do this where like you're done at three o'clock in the afternoon. And I was like, hmm, maybe I could do that. Or I'm doing like a flex day. So like one day last week, Stephen and I went to a Braves game on a Wednesday. And instead of going down there after I finished work, I worked for like an hour and a half that morning. We went down there, had lunch, spent the whole day. And it was just really nice to be able to do that because I've scaled back, taken less responsibility, but I'm also not working on new projects in my business, which is really fun. Like, right. I feel like summertime always... is not the time to start a new project. <laughs> no, which I will be, but it's an old project I'm revamping. But okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now you, now you, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to talk about me. I want to hear all about <laughs> you. Um, first of all, Tell us your baby's name because I don't think we've shared about it on here. I know. Her name is Parker. Parker Nova. Parker Nova. Oh, so good. I don't think I knew. Did I know her middle name? You've known her middle name. I don't think I. Well, okay. So you (laughs) referenced her as Baby P for so long. And so. Oh. And. Did we? Before um, we had her or? Before. But then you had another name that I didn't know. Probably just for Baby Pear. Yeah, we well, that. it's her baby pair. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And so I, in my head, she's just always been that. And I think I told you this one day. I was like, I keep forgetting her name is Parker because yeah. I'm just like baby P. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. I, and it's the weirdest thing, too. Like when you have a kid and like you name them and you're like, is this really your name? Like, are we sure? But then I would like think of a different name in my head. And I'm like, no, that's not your name. This is definitely your yeah. name. It's yeah. bizarre. That's funny. My mom actually, when she had my brother Tanner, Mm -hmm. went in thinking his name was going to be Hunter because Haley and Hunter. And she said when he came out, he was not a Hunter. And she was like, yeah. So (laughs) we didn't come up with her middle name until it was the day I went into labor on her due date. We came up with her middle name. I knew you were going back and forth over a couple. Yeah, we were. And yeah. We landed on her first name a lot faster than her middle name. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. All right. What do you want to know? (laughs) Okay. So in this conversation, I want to talk about your personal experience, one of mat leave, um, but also of like being a mom in that transition. I also want to talk about what maternity leave looked like for your business, um, how you approached it how it went well not we won't go too deep into it. I almost feel like it could be a whole episode if yeah, our audience wanted it yeah. um but then also your transition back to work as well because I know you're not actually back yet you have right. another week left 
The rest um, of this week. A few more days, yes. technically. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because we're yeah. recording on a Wednesday and she comes back the following Monday. Tuesday. Monday? Okay. Yeah. I have it on my calendar as Tuesday. <laughs> so take another day. Take another day. <laughs> so that's where I want to start. So first question. What did you expect from maternity leave? And then what was different about it for you? Mm. Oh, man. That's a really good question. I mean, I don't honestly know what I fully thought of that it was going to be before going into it before having her I was definitely in a mindset of like trying to stay very very present and trying to just take things like day by day especially at the beginning of my pregnancy I had a lot of anxiety and that is like just what got me through all of it was just like taking things like one day at a time I think I did expect things to be I don't know. It's so hard. We, we took things very slow um, at the beginning of maternity leave. I was very cautious with her. We, we both were. We didn't want her to be exposed to a lot of people or exposed to germs. It's, it's so wild to me. I didn't fully know this until I was pregnant, had a baby, going through all of this, just how babies don't have an immune system at all until mm-hmm. they're like eight weeks old is when they start to build their own immune system. And that freaked me out because at the, during my entire pregnancy, my immune system was garbage. It just was total crap. I got like everything. I got coronavirus. I got bronchitis. I got the norovirus. It was, it was horrible. I was sick all the time. Like every even... episode we recorded, you were sick in. Oh my God. <laughs> See, like I was probably like sniff. I was, oh my God. I, I edited remember. out a lot of sniffles. <laughs> oh, I was sick constantly. And so even at the end of pregnancy, like the last month I started wearing a mask again because I'm like, I don't want to catch something again while I'm out. I'm so exhausted. And so that kind of knowledge going into it, I'm like, okay, if I had a really low immune system and this poor little baby has no immune system. So needless to say, we were very, very cautious. We were not those type of parents that were like going out and doing things as soon as she was born or whatever. I will say now I I knew like as I was talking about it, things would pop up. I expected for me personally, I just expected, you know, you kind of like prepare for like the worst case scenario, right? And so for me, I was preparing for worst case scenario as far as me physically recovering. And I was very fortunate to have a very easy physical recovery. Mental, we can talk, that's a whole different ballgame. But um, physically, I recovered much faster than I thought I was going to be. Like after I got home from the hospital, after a couple days, like I was feeling okay, which I expected like horror stories, worst case scenario, every like blood everywhere. Like I expected it to be terrible. Um, so that was really good because I had a lot of like mental challenges to work through. But yeah, I think I expected it that part to be worse. I expected to be maybe a little less cautious than we were, but I'm glad we were. We really didn't like take her out or expose her to very many people until after she was two months old and able to get her own vaccines and start to build her own immune system. So now that she has those, she's um, three three months old now, 12 weeks. And so we've been going out a little bit more and 
that part has been really nice. Amazing. Yeah. I I know when we were talking before you had her that people were kind of projecting things on you about like what either birth would look like or what the first few weeks would look like. Was there anything that you kind of were anxious about because of that? And do you wish, like now that you are fresh out of it, I mean, three months has been a little bit, but you're still fresh in it. Um, Is there anything that you wish people had not said to you or done that uh, because it created more anxiety for you? So for the most part, I don't feel like I, well, I will say that whenever you get pregnant and it's like all the algorithms, no, all of the social medias know that you are going to have a baby and all of a sudden you are just, you go from zero to a hundred being bombarded with baby things, maternity things 24 seven. I did not expect that to happen. I just didn't. That's not something you just think, oh, this is going to happen. It was overwhelming to say the least because I would get on social media as like a way to just like relax, you know, chill, see what my friends are up to. And instead it was just like constant bombardment on my brain when my brain is trying to relax. And instead it's going to overdrive thinking of all these different scenarios of what could happen. And so that was something I did not expect that happened and had to like very intentionally like try to get that to stop showing up on my phone because you just can't prepare for every scenario and you just have to again like I said I had to just take it day by day and focus on like cool my body feels great right now or my body feels tired or you know whatever it may be but you can't just like prepare for every scenario that's going to occur because it may or it may not happen And that's one thing, like, I felt like as far as like being projected on me was like, oh, you're going to be hormonal and the hormones are going to kick in and you're going to be all this and you're all going to be all that. It didn't happen for me. And it was really obnoxious. I won't lie. Like, I hated people like projecting that onto me. I was just like, you know, I'm I'm still me. And I think that's what happens to some people or from what I see on social media anyways, is people feeling like they're losing themselves. And I know that like, you know, it's, it's a ginormous change. I mean, my world has been flipped upside down, but people projecting stuff onto you. I don't, I just don't understand it. Like let people have their own experience. And when it happens, be there to support them and support Mm -hmm. them through that. Not be like, Oh, it's because you're hormonal. What good is that doing? Absolutely. Anybody (laughs) freaking nothing. (laughs) So just, you know, And like, fortunately for me, I didn't really experience major hormone, like ups and downs during pregnancy, other than anxiety, anxiety kicked in a lot more. And then same thing for postpartum is my anxiety just kicked in even higher. So yeah, I I think that that was the one thing was just, you know, let people have their own journey. And I I think people want to feel, and maybe we've talked about this before now that I'm saying it. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or what, but people want to feel connected or like they relate to your story or that you relate to their story. Almost not that they're wanting something terrible to happen to you, but people want shared experiences so they feel connection with people, right? Yeah. And so I feel like that happened. A, with, I could see that happening with me and then with other people 
on social media, like with comments and different things of like, people are wanting to relate, but that's not always what's best for the person that is going through it. So yeah. Well, I was going to say, I, it almost feels like they were trying to ease your anxiety, but we're creating it like almost yeah. a, the hormones thing is like, this is your excuse for feeling this way. You, your hormones will go crazy. And, and I just didn't take it that way. <laughs> it could be, but like, yeah. I also, I, I'm not someone who has been pregnant or had a child to say right. things like that. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I feel like every time you and I talked, I'm like, okay, I know I'm not in your situation. Uh, <laughs> here's yeah. my perspective from the outside type of thing. Right. And yeah, I don't, Well, and that's helpful too. Like even just, I feel like that's something I have to work on just like constantly is like, okay, it did, you know, maybe they're meaning it in a different way or maybe they're like, what is the actual reason behind why they're saying what they're saying? Mm -hmm. Even just from like, you know, like a very like chill example that's like, doesn't mean anything. My, whenever my mother-in-law came to visit and saw her, she kept saying like, oh, I think she has red hair. Maybe her hair is red. And I'm like, why? Like, she very clearly, her hair is not red. And I, I'm like, why on earth does she want my child's hair to be red? Like, this is so bizarre. And um, Brandon told me, he's like, well, it's because on her side of the family, like, a lot of people have red hair. Mm-hmm. And so, like, to me, I'm just like, what on earth can we just lay off? My kid it has brown hair. It looks like her dad's hair. I like, I don't care if her hair is red, but I'm like, why are we fixating on this? And it's like, oh, it's because if it was red, it kind of ties in with her family. And it's all. She was excited for it. Yes. And so, like, (laughs) I think people have things like that. Like, everybody has a million things going through their brain at once, or at least I always do. And so, I feel like maybe stuff like that happens and we just react because it's our lives and how, you know, we're feeling in the moment. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of it is like, okay, what was their intention behind that? And sometimes yeah. we have the capacity to think through that logically. And other times we're just like, I'm freaking exhausted. Why are you being weird? <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, you had mentioned that your anxiety got worse after you had Parker. What were the resources you, what's, how am I trying to ask this? <laughs> I'm trying to ask you like what, if someone else were in that position, what resources yeah. should they? No, that's fine. I, I understand. So the hospital was really great for me personally. I had a pretty good hospital experience. There was only one nurse that I just didn't vibe with. But otherwise, like they were all really great and supportive. And there was one in particular that was very attentive to what I was going through. And mm-hmm. knew that I had, because I mean, it's on my charts and everything that I take Lexapro and that I've had anxiety in the past and still, you know, obviously take it. My birth experience was not the best, um, not the worst, but it wasn't the best. And so she, even just her like acknowledging that to me while I was sitting there, I, I don't know if that I will ever forget that, but just, you know, while I'm sitting there in bed and her acknowledging and her telling me that she was worried about me just meant so much to me. Just the fact that she did that. And I know that's not like a resource people can search for, but I will say like, if you have a kid and you are in the hospital and you feel like 
maybe I can open up to the nurses. Like they see all the things. They they see all of it. They see situations, multiple situations every single day. Like there was one night where it was the first night that we were there um, and my sister and her fiance came to visit us and I told them a little bit about the birth and it made me almost have a panic attack like I mm-hmm. had to I had to fight it off really hard and so the nurse came in it is 100% true that there's literally somebody in and out of your room constantly um, so the nurse came in I will say okay here black up for one second if you're in this situation and you're like, oh my God, people are coming in and out constantly. That same nurse that told me that she was worried about me also put a sign up on our door one day saying, they're sleeping, come back later. Mm -hmm. And she let us sleep and didn't interrupt us. And that was wonderful. So to anybody that is like going to go through this, I would say if you can ask your nurse like, hey, can you, I need sleep, help me. (laughs) Like, can you like put a sign up on our door or something and ask people just to give us a few hours and come back later? Um, Because that was really, really great. So anyways, so um, the nurse came in that night and I just told her, I'm like, she's asked me like how I'm doing. And I'm like, I'm really having a hard time. I'm like, I just Mm -hmm. feel, the only way I could describe it was I just felt super overwhelmed and like I was fighting off a panic attack. And she's like, okay, let me get something for you. And she did. It was great. I was able to get some sleep finally. Because I, I don't think I had slept, I think in the first 48 hours of having her, 24 hours at least, I, I slept maybe a couple of hours. Like, I just couldn't sleep. So just, you know, talking to your nurses, not being afraid to like say like, hey, I'm struggling or hey, I need help with something. And it can be something like anxiety, depression. It can just be like, I'm in, I'm in pain. I feel like pain is easier to like ask for help for. But like the nurses are there and they see it all the time. You know, I, I know I'm not the first one that has said, hey, I'm struggling. And if anything, me saying, hey, I'm struggling is like she had an answer for me right away, which tells me that yeah. I'm not the first one. So definitely while you're in hospital, ask and then see what kind of resources you can also go home with. While you're in the hospital, you're, you'll have an OB come and see you. So I had somebody from my clinic come and see me and we talked about it. And we bumped up my Lexapro right away. She's like, okay, cool. We're going to start you on a higher dose right now. And we're going to change your prescription. And then when I got home, that first week was really, really rough. And like, I just couldn't sleep. I was extremely anxious. And so I had some extra medication that they'd give me in the hospital to like help me relax and help me sleep. Because you can't take Xanax while you're breastfeeding it's not good for the baby so there's a different thing that you can take that's safe and I think I was low on it or I was like worried that it was going to affect my breast milk supply I'm not sure or maybe they didn't send me home with any but I had had some just from being pregnant and I had never taken so I called my clinic and I talked to there's always a doctor on staff there's or there's always somebody on call so you can always call and so my advice there would just be call that's yeah. that's what they're there for they want to support you i am somebody i think we've talked about this multiple times i would rather talk to a woman i just have a lot of like trust issues with men in medical and all of that but it was a male doctor that was on call that day that i called and was like 
had obviously been crying and was obviously upset and he was so kind and just like, you know, that was one thing too, is everybody, anytime I got like something happened and I had to call, I only had to call once and then I called once for Parker and they were like, do you have support? Do you have help? Mm. And so go, if you're going into it and worried about that, truly these places, like when you call and when you say, Hey, I'm struggling, like they want to help you and they want to support you and they're going to do everything they can. And they're going to point you in resources to do so. And everybody was like, do you have support? Do you have a therapist? And I was like, yes. And you know, so that was kind of, it was, it's a lot, but I will say like, that was like a good experience for me. And one that I didn't know going into it would be there for me. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't like think through those scenarios that I would need it. Yeah. But when I did, it was there. And I think it has a little bit to do with the fact that no one really talks about it. Like, no. There's no, nobody had ever said anything to me about that. Yeah. Um, like I know people share about postpartum, but not yeah. how they got through it. How you get how, through it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I'll hear of friends, people that have struggled with it, but yes. then they don't share, like, what got them out of it. Same. And, like, mm-hmm. the support they had because it's, I mean, it's hard to talk about, so I appreciate you sharing. Um, but I, I do wish, I wish the hospitals, and, like, maybe maybe it's transitioning, maybe they're doing it now. Um, but would talk about it more. TV would talk about it more. Cause I, I feel like I, I never see that. Like, yeah. Oh, it's so true. Yeah. So because yeah. even myself, like I don't have firsthand experience in it. So right. I can't be like, Oh, the hospitals suck because they don't do this. I don't know what they do, but yeah. From what I hear, like you have to ask for help. There's no someone checking on you. Right. And you can't expect the people around you. Like you couldn't expect Brandon to do it because He's also going through a huge mm-hmm. life shift himself. Right. And I I don't know. I just, I feel like there should be follow-up. Like, oh, 100%. And I've even talked to the, you know, my clinic about that too. And the doctors have been like, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy how we're just like, okay, cool. And then you're good. And that was one thing too is I'm not sure what the reason was um but normally after you leave the hospital you don't go back for to your ob clinic for six weeks which is mind-blowing to me i did Um, not realize it was that long it's crazy but my clinic wanted me to come back in two weeks Hmm. and which i was like oh awesome like to me that was like great and immediately like reduced my stress um, as far as just my healing and everything and the fact that like, okay, in two weeks I can talk to somebody, I can talk to my doctor. I will say though, that is not the norm mm-hmm. because I, whenever I got to the clinic that day, the n- nurse, she was so sweet, but she was like very confused as to why I was there. She was like, did something oh. happen? Like, you know, what's going on? Like she didn't understand why I was there after two weeks. Did they ever tell you why? No. And so I don't know if it was because of anxiety. I don't know if it was because my birth didn't go perfectly according to plan, which I feel like they never do. So I don't know. But it was like very helpful for me to just go in and just like I didn't even, she didn't do a check or anything. It was literally I went in and was just able to talk to my doctor. Mm. And that was really, really nice. That is nice. I think, but also 
here's one thing that they don't tell you. You can request that. Like mm-hmm. at this point, if you have any type of insurance, you're probably going to max it out. <laughs> and so just request the extra appointments. Like yeah. just say, hey, I want to go in after two weeks. And I didn't have to strip down, change into a gown or anything. Like that was one where I was just able to sit there and just talk to my doctor, have a conversation and felt good about like how things were going for me after that. So I don't know if it was because of anxiety. I had a little bit of high blood pressure, um, postpartum. I don't know if it was because of that, but whatever the reason was, I'm very grateful that it happened. So my suggestion is just book an appointment. Yeah. (laughs) Ask for the help. (laughs) Yes. Ask for the help. Yeah. Now that you're three months past your birth. Which is um, crazy. Yeah, it really is. I mean, like, I, you and I have kept in touch, mm-hmm. but you're a new mom. So it's like, I'm not talking to you every day like we did before. Yeah. <laughs> Here we, lately we We've are. gotten better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but definitely not at the beginning. <laughs> how have you transitioned? Like, what did that look like becoming mom and then finding new routines or lack of routines and... Oh, it is a total lack of routine right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just been like one day at a time truly like you don't know I feel like you can plan and prep and have an idea in your head and it is never going to go like you think there is a tiny human in your world now which is so wild I say it to Brandon like multiple times a week can you believe we have a baby this is so weird Last night we were sitting on the couch watching TV and I'm like, can you believe back in our bedroom is a little tiny human and that she's not leaving? <laughs> like, <laughs> like this is so crazy. No, there is definitely no routine right now. It is, I'm, I'm winging it. We're, we're winging it over here. We're doing our best. We're, you know, a lot of people told me just like, you know, don't really plan for like, don't plan right now. Like just don't plan which goes against every fiber in my being <laughs> to not plan. Yeah. So for me, it has been helpful a couple months in to have things to look forward to. Yeah. Um, even in towards the beginning, because the, gosh, it feels like, like I know it was only, it was three months ago, which feels so short when I am with her because I'm like, oh my God, stop growing. Why are you growing so fast? But then also at the same time, it feels like I had her a year ago. Like yeah. thinking of like, oh, you were just in a hospital 12 weeks ago seems insane to my brain. Like it, <laughs> I can't compute it that it was only that short period of time ago because the first few weeks are just a total blur. Like you are just, is it daytime? Is it nighttime? I have no freaking clue. (laughs) Like you just sleep when you can, eat when you can. Like it's just, it's a total blur. There is no routine. And so then after we kind of got through a little bit of the blur, um, I found myself like, okay, I need a couple things to look forward to in the week because it's just... I'm like, oh my God, this is never going to end, right? It's just this constant, like, is it day, is it night? Like, terrible. (laughs) And so having a couple of things for me to look forward to was good. Even if it was just like, okay, on this day, this week, we're going to try to do this. And it could be as little as like, cool, I went and got my nails done. Awesome. I got out of the house for an hour and a half and that was amazing. I didn't want to be away from her for very long. 
like at all. I'm sure I told you that multiple times, like three hours and I was like crawling (laughs) out of my skin. Yes. I have questions for you there too. (laughs) Yes. And like today is the first day I walked back to the house and I was like, oh, this is weird. This is the first time I've ever been in my house without her being here. Oh, wow. She's always like, if I'm home, she's here. Yeah. Because you're usually like when people watch her, you're running errands or yes. doing things for you. I'm running errands. Mm-hmm. I'm out of the house. Crazy. I'm not just at home. <laughs> so it, it's pretty weird. <laughs> yes. Um, Sorry. What were you going to, you said you had a question. Um, you had mentioned that you hated being away from her. And now mm-hmm. we've kind of touched on this in our own conversations. Yeah. But how is that changing your shift back into work post maternity <laughs> leave? Because I know where you originally were, you wanted to go back and like dive right in. How are you now? (laughs) And does it surprise you? (laughs) How long do we want this episode to be? (laughs) Okay. I will try to keep it as short and sweet as possible. So prior to having her, yeah, I had in my head of like how it was going to be and that I was going to be cool with it. We were going to do some type of childcare for at least 20 to 30 hours a week was the plan. And I'm like, I can get my work done in less than 30 hours. No problem. I typically kind of work that schedule anyways. So this is going to be great. Before we were having, you know, going back and forth, like, do we want to do daycare? Do we want to do a nanny? And we landed on that we wanted to do a nanny. And, and, And let me preface all of this. I feel like I need to put a major disclaimer out there that I 100% recognize that I am in a place of immense privilege with having options that and having the ability to do different things like this and having the ability to make pivots and make changes because I know that that is not the case for a majority of people. So I am very, you know, grateful for that and also like can I be honest? Like I'm so damn proud of myself for getting to this place in my business where I am able to do this. Yeah. Like this would not have been possible a couple years ago. So I am just, yeah, I'm also very proud of myself. So, so where we are now, a week ago, we had a nanny hired. (laughs) She was going to work 25 to 30 hours a week My parents were going to watch her probably one day a week because I needed Parker to be out of the house while I record podcasts. And so, because I think you guys know, we've talked about this. I have another podcast outside of this. So there's two podcasts. There's always something to be recorded. So that was the plan. So that looks, you know, like anywhere from 30 to 35 hours of childcare a week. And last Friday, we had our nanny because the nanny wasn't going to start full-time until the 19th, June 19th, which is, is this, that when this episode's coming out? This episode No, is after it'll that. be the following. Yeah, so okay. a week so ago she was, when this A week live. ago, she was supposed to start full-time when I went back to work. And so we had her in a couple days prior to that just to kind of get to know us and get to know Parker and for us all to feel comfortable with it. Loved her, loved the nanny, super sweet. I couldn't do it, though. I was downstairs working and something happened where I just like nothing bad happened at all. It just, I I could hear them upstairs and stuff. And I had a meltdown. I had a total meltdown, was sitting at my desk crying. 
I just couldn't do that. And I, I tell, I've told you this, I've told a couple of other friends this and like with like us, like with me changing my mind, I've definitely been more surprised. Somebody told me yesterday, my friend Lizanne, she was like, Brie, I think you're more surprised by this than anybody probably. And I'm like, yeah, I am. I I just, and probably you too. I don't like, I just, I I I thought I would just jump back into it. Yeah. I was surprised when you, because I guess it was when you were sitting at your desk when you realized it because you sent me a Marco Polo and I, I sat there, I listened and I watched it again. I was like, did she just say what I think she said? And so I remember like responding back. Because you and I are so much alike. Yeah. I was like, Brie, don't say that because that scares me for me. (laughs) Yeah. See, I knew that was going through your head. I knew as soon as I sent that to you, I'm like, this is going to freak Haley out. Yeah. But I was just like, I, I can't be away from her. And she's only three months. And like, I'm looking at like my friend Maggie, who is, has a seven month old. And that's been so helpful for me in my journey is just having somebody that's right ahead of me. And she just now started daycare for her little girl. And so, and there's different reasons for, for that. But I just was like, I'm, I'm not ready yeah. to do this this many hours. So I'm like, what can I, what can we do instead? Obviously, I'm not sacrificing my career. So like that was never in play for me it so it wasn't that like I had a meltdown and was like I don't want to work anymore I want to be a full-time stay-at-home mom that never happened for me I still don't want to do that because I love my career I truly truly do um and so it was more so of like I can't do this many hours away from her I've got to get scrappy and I've had that happen before in business when I lost a client or when I got fired from something, it was like, okay, this is the moment that I've got to buckle down and figure something out. Yeah. And every time I've done that before, it's turned out really, really great. So that's what I'm hoping for this is, you know, that was when I was like, I've got to figure something else out. I've got to get scrappy here. And so, but yeah, a hundred percent, it shocked me. I'm sure you could tell from me sending you that Marco, like I was so surprised and yeah. just was like, holy crap, what am I going to do? Yeah. So that was on a Friday. We called the nanny on Sunday and let her know. I felt terrible. She was obviously upset, bummed. It was, you know, it's, it's never great to have to do that. Um, but I'm, I'm really hopeful that she'll find a family that is a perfect fit for her. And anyways, so what it looks like now is I just was like, okay, let me scrap it all back. What? Let me let me imagine like, okay, we were going to spend this much money on a nanny. Where can I reallocate funds so I can buy back time? Yeah. And that's really what I've been doing. I'm very fortunate that I have family here that is extremely supportive and that wants to be with my daughter co- constantly if I let them. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, that's what that kind of looks like right now is – Parker is currently at my parents and she'll be there one day a week with them hanging out. She has the best time and it makes me like yesterday was the first day I was away from her for like six hours and I felt okay. I went and I met some friends for coffee. I had a work meeting. I went to therapy and I wasn't anxious 
Like I was, of course, like ready to get back to her and ready to see her, but I wasn't feeling like anxiety about it like I had in the past. So that was amazing. So she'll be with them one day a week. My sister will watch her one day a week or half day a week. And, you know, we're just, I'm hiring extra help in my business. I hired a house cleaner. I'm like, what what all can I know that? Yes. (laughs) I, she's starting soon. And I'm, you know, so I'm like, what else can I outsource to buy back time? So I have more time with her. I have more time to, you know, if I have the capacity, I have it to work in my business and it's going to be messy. There's not going to be a solid routine. Like I look at like our calendar and I get a little overwhelmed because I can't plan out super far in advance because I'm working with so many different schedules and then juggling meetings and stuff. And so, but I'm just, you know, in this season trying to be okay with not having a solid, solid plan and just like, you know what, let's see what works for this week. Let's see what works for this month. And I'm very, very grateful that I can do that. So you guys will, of course, be along on the journey. We'll see how it goes. Yes. I could be crying on the next episode because something went terrible wrong. I don't know. (laughs) We can keep them updated. And obviously, I'm always here for you to reach out to and just vent and complain when things don't go right or the way you planned. Um, I think another another question I had was around, uh, you were talking about where your business is now and how you've grown it and that you're proud of it, which you should be. One question I had that is something I have worried about a lot is how you prepared your business to be gone for three months. Mm. And if anyone else out there who has a business or even if they're trying to figure out what it looks like for them to return from a maternity leave and they work in a corporate role, how did you prepare? What did, did you work at all during your maternity leave and anything you want to add to that? Yeah. And I do feel like, you know, I mean, the best way to chat with us, you guys, is probably our Facebook group. So make sure you are over there and join us there in the bossy community on Facebook. Because if you want, like, we can totally do like a longer, like how to prep for maternity leave, whether it's in a corporate career or your own business. I mean, Haley and I are totally happy to dive into that because Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to go like very quick on this, but obviously this could be an entire episode. So I prepped by, so in my business, we coach bloggers um, and influencers in their business and have communities surrounding that. And so what it looked like for me was I had to hire another coach to replace me during that time that I was gone. And so her last couple days is coming up. And so that's why I'll be back on the 19th is because that's when her time is over. So she was there to take care of all of that for me the three months. So that looked like creating a ton of training videos and teaching her how to do it and all of that. And then before then, it was a ton, a ton of batching and getting ahead on a lot of stuff is what I personally chose to do. A lot of people will just be like, cool, we're just taking a break. And I think that's fine. I think there's options and ways to make that work. I could have easily just been like, you know, cool, our podcast is going to do reruns for a few months. I didn't do that. I instead just recorded a crap ton of podcasts (laughs) prior to Christmas last year and then hired Haley and her team to edit them for me. 
Yeah. Um, so that's what I did there. I wrote so many emails and scheduled so many emails out in advance. And then I have an assistant that is my right-hand gal who helps me with um, customer service and with loving on our community and making sure everybody is good there. She also helps with like show notes and stuff. And so she just kind of, you know, took the rest of it and ran with it and kept running with it. So I was able to step back pretty much entirely. There was a couple of times I needed to step in and I knew I was going to. And like when it's your own business too, uh, for me personally, I couldn't not look at like what's going on, looking in our Facebook group, seeing how community conversations are going, looking in our Slack group and seeing how things are going there. Um, And truly like I love the girls that we work with. Like I love our clients. And so it was keeping up with them on Instagram and having conversations with them there, jumping in on Slack to chat with them because I have my phone. And so it was, you know, kind of easy to do while I'm sitting there holding Parker while she's sleeping or whatever. So I I kept checking in not as often as I thought I was going to, honestly, I really thought I would do more. I know you and I had like, you had helped me like, okay, here's like a few things you can work on while you're on maternity leave, if you have time or if you want to. And I thought about them, (laughs) but I did not work on them. I really didn't. And I've honestly found myself wishing that my maternity leave was a little bit longer. Oh, interesting. Which I didn't expect. Yeah. I expected to be like two months done. Let's roll. Yeah. That's, I fully anticipate when I get to that point in my life, I'm, my plan would be like, oh, two weeks back to work because I like don't want to deal with (laughs) the newborn phase. Mm. I'm just like. I don't know. It's, it scares me and oh my gosh to, to even think about it. But like you said, nothing goes the way you plan it. Exactly. And you just have to prepare for anything. Prepare for the unexpected. <laughs> and that's why, you know, I'm like, let me batch out and let me get as much done as I can. Mm-hmm. If I want to go back early, cool. If I don't, yeah. that also works, you know? And I, I, I technically, I mean, I could extend my leave a little bit if I wanted to but just with what we've decided as far as like nanny and everything I feel like it's already gotten me bumped down to like easing in a little bit more than I had anticipated and you so you almost are extending it it's just you're you're transitioning back a different way where you are going back to less hours than you anticipated to do which I I think is is very common that mm-hmm. like I saw a ton when I worked in corporate, we would have people come back part-time for weeks yeah, um, until they were ready to come back full-time. And then sometimes it's hard they to didn't just go come from, back. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to go from, that's what I, I was hitting. I was like, I'm supposed to go from just like being with her all day to not at yeah. all. Like, yeah. even though she'll be like in my house and upstairs and I would have been extremely fortunate to have her close and see her still yeah yeah it's a lot and I feel like there's I have a lot of clients who have um built their business on nap time like they pride themselves on that that, (laughs) women that I see do that I am so impressed by (laughs) and I'm like I also have so many questions Like, are you, like, is this happening when they're a little bit older? Because, like, Parker's naps are so inconsistent right now. (laughs) There's no way. It's got to be. I I don't know. I never really asked them because I didn't have the, like, experience to need to ask them, like, deeper questions. So, 
Yeah. Maybe we'll it's bring just, some people on to talk about their experience. We totally like can. Transitioning back. <laughs> you guys let us know, like, this podcast truly, Haley and I will talk about literally anything, <laughs> as you guys know by now. <laughs> yes. So you guys let us know, like, what you want to hear. Like, is this helpful? Or are you like, cool, no, I'd rather you guys talk about, okay, here's something I'm going to throw off a of left field. Do you watch or know what Vanderpump... I'm going to get hate comments for this. Vanderpump (laughs) Rules. I didn't get into it. I don't know where it is. I think it's on Bravo. It is like a cult thing that I missed. I'm aware of it. I was actually at a girls' day this weekend, and two of them were like talking about it constantly and all the drama with it. And the rest of us were like, what are you talking about? I feel like I'm missing out. I do too. Like... (laughs) I think we need to binge this show. Do we? Okay. You, if you guys watch this, let us know. Do we? Is this something Haley and I need to jump in on? <laughs> I've never. I love reality TV. Too. Well, I yeah. say I love it. I haven't. I used to be obsessed with Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. That I got whole tired franchise. Of it. Yeah. I stopped during COVID. Like I have not watched yeah. it since. I love shows like Survivor, though. Oh. Okay. We're like on a Survivor kick. We. Yeah, I need to find more seasons, like past seasons, because I didn't oh, like okay. I didn't grow up watching it. Yeah, only in the last year or two have we started watching them live, and then now I'm looking for past seasons to watch because they'll do reunion shows and. Oh, gotcha. No, I have I've I've, pro- I've seen a couple of episodes of that. What I got into, at my like reality TV is um, Selling Sunset. Oh, you did ask me about that. I haven't started it yet. See, I need more friends that watch this. <laughs> she needs more friends, apparently. It's, <laughs> it's so dramatic. It's so over the top. I will say, I think you need to be in a good mental headspace to watch it as well, because I watch this show and I'm like, oh my God, I am so freaking poor. And I <laughs> am so, I don't want to even say it, but it's like, these girls are so thin. <laughs> I'm like, are you starving constantly? Also, they have so much work done. Yeah. That's fine. And I'm just like, wow, we are we are not even, we are in different universes. <laughs> well, okay. So if you enjoy Selling Sunset, I, I don't actually watch the show on TV. And I'm about to give you my entire For You page on TikTok. But... I have somehow or another fallen into this trap on TikTok where I get a part five of some TV show or movie. And then I get sucked into that page and watch all the parts. So I have basically watched an entire episode on TikTok of Below Deck. I love this show. And you love the show, but you've never watched the show? Correct. <laughs> oh, my word. No I can way. tell you all the characters because I've basically watched it on TikTok. So it is a yacht what? crew that people can charter a yacht, and it's all rich people. And oh, it's a Bravo thing. Yes. And it's like they go on this whole, I don't know, they just charter the yacht, and then either the guests have tons of drama or the people do like the team that work on it yeah the the stews and and uh deckhands well in addition to watching the below deck episodes i also get stuff for the guests so the people who actually charter it go and share and spill all the tea on their episode of like 
the behind the scenes of what you don't see, what they tell you. And, and I'm like, oh my gosh. I just, I love getting that on my for you page. And now it's like for sure going to be it. Cause I talked about it, but. <laughs> oh my word. Yes. That's hilarious that you're like, I've seen it all, but yet I haven't watched any of it. Yeah. And I used to watch it on Facebook. Used to put that all the time in my feed that and, uh, welcome to Plathville. <laughs> We've talked about this? Yes. After we... Did we talk about it? Uh, when I told you about the Duggar docu- docu-series. Oh, okay. Yeah, I probably got distracted by the Duggar thing and then... Yeah. It's basically similar families with their own... Okay. Yeah. What is... See, I don't think Vanderpump is on Bravo. I'm on Bravo's website and I don't see it. Mm. I don't even know. But it is like... Yeah. Okay. And we'll start a thread. What is the reality TV shows that you guys are obsessed with that Haley and I have not seen and need to watch? Yes. And have you watched the Duggar documentary thing? I have, for sure. Well, I know you have, <laughs> but I'm wondering if other people have. <laughs> it was so interesting. It was My therapist brought it up the other day. Because <laughs> she, like, I have a lot of, like, real background in psycho-religion. And she was like, have you watched it? She's like, I'm not going to say it's an assignment. I'm like, I don't know if I can watch it. <laughs> Yeah, it's... She's curious what it'll bring up for me. And I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I want to do it. I don't know. Yeah, this is like... Yeah, it, it's very exposy. Like, it, it shares a lot. Yeah. I don't even know if exposy is... It's definitely not a word, but... <laughs> yeah, I think I think we should do a whole episode on reality TV. Reality I, TV. I used to listen to a podcast that was like a recap, basically, of bachelor in paradise and bachelor all that whole franchise yeah is run by two of the contestants i guess and yeah yep <laughs> i used to watch two or i would listen to caitlin bristow's um oh, off the yeah. vine mm-hmm. love her and she used to do episodes on it too yeah i don't think i ever listened to those though because i think by that point i had like checked out of bachelor bachelor yeah. whatever yeah i haven't listened in a long time mine was the ashley i and ben um, oh yeah mm-hmm. their podcast so Oh, we can awesome. talk about that for a while. Okay. To wrap up today's conversation, yes. what has been your favorite part of motherhood so far? Oh, my gosh. She is just, she makes me laugh and cry because I love her so much. And that is crazy. I will be sitting rocking her or after she's gone to bed and looking at pictures of her and be crying because she's growing up too fast. (laughs) And it's like, it's, it's a strange form of torture. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. But just, you know, it's wild and it's crazy. And I feel like I'm running constantly or my brain is running constantly, but like, when she, like, I'm looking over at her little, like, play mat, and, like, she loves to lay there and play, and I get down there there with her and, like, hover above her, and she just grins at me and smiles at me, and she watches me when I'm moving around the room now. Like, I had her laying on the bed while I was getting ready this morning, and she just was, like, watching me the entire time, and then I'd turn around and look at her, and she'd smile and look away, and I'm just like, oh, my God, <laughs> I can't. So precious. Yeah. Amazing. Well, 
Friends, thank you for listening to today's episode. Um, Next week, we are going to be talking about something that we brought up in a past episode, and that is a summer bucket list. So make sure you are subscribed and you tune in next week to hear what is on our summer bucket list. It's going to be so fun. And I'm so excited that we're on weekly episodes now. Yes, we are. Yay! Cool. Well, we'll see you guys back here next week and be sure to join us over in Facebook to continue the conversation. Bye. Thanks for grabbing drinks with us today. Let's Grab Drinks is brought to you by Bossy Life Co. You can find show notes at letsgrabdrinkspod.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. Cheers, Cheers friends. friends.